Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. On this episode of the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast, I talk with a wonderful mama of two boys. She is also a full-time paralegal, married to a firefighter, and an avid queen lover. We discuss her motherhood journey, non-traditional parenting styles, and why she chose to use essential oils and become a distributor for young living. Hi, Laura. I'm very excited to have you on. Um, Number one, because we barely know each other. Actually, we don't really know each other. Um, And I was trying to remember how I met you on IG, but I can't. I don't know if I followed you or vice versa. Yeah, I I honestly don't remember. Yeah, me either. But either way, we're here. Um, And I'm happy to have you on so that you can share your journey. So please introduce yourself and tell the podcast world a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, hi everyone. Um, my name is Laura. I am um, a 32-year-old mother of two. Um, I live with my husband in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We've lived, born, and raised here. Um, he is a full-time firefighter for the city of Pittsburgh, and I am a full-time paralegal. And I also run a young living business, which is essential oils and chemical-free products. So. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, it's us and the kids at work, and that's mostly what we do. <laughs> wow! So your husband's a firefighter. That's such you know. I've been watching the show called Nine One One, and it's okay. it's awesome. And just listen, watching the way the firefighters and all the paramedics and the first responders, it's such a um, courageous and such an important profession that I feel like doesn't get the support that they always deserve. Um, so that's awesome. I know your boy, how do your boys feel that their dad is, you know, is a fireman? Do they understand? Oh, they do. They love it. Um, we understandably get a lot of presents that are firefighter related and toys, <laughs> trucks and clothes and we have it all, but they love it. They love to go, we can go visit him when he's working and sit in the fire truck and all that fun stuff. So they, they really love it. Although my oldest son wants to be a police officer, not a firefighter. Ah, <laughs> but it's still in the service profession, so that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And tell me, um, before we get into Young Living, because I know that's a big passion of yours, um, what paralegal, so tell me, is that something that you always wanted to do? No, or no, how? no, actually. So I have a, um, my degree is in criminal justice and criminology, and I actually, I have a master's degree in criminology as well. Awesome. Um, and this job kind of just fell into my lap. Um, a girl that I was friends with, she was retiring. She's not old, but when she had kids, she stopped working. So they needed someone and kind of piqued my interest. If, if it was completely up to me, I would probably work doing with a like a DA or a criminal prosecutor mm. or something like that. But it's fun. We do um, personal injury cases and medical malpractice, so it can get pretty interesting sometimes I'm sure and very I'm sure that's a very um busy you know there's probably a lot of that going on (laughs) yes there are there's always car accidents that's for sure okay (laughs) fall down slip and falls all that stuff and I think you had mentioned your mom of two boys and their ages again if you didn't yes so my oldest um Nick his we call him Nikki he's four Mm -hmm. 
And my youngest, Lou, is two. He just turned two in August. Oh, I have my two-year-old. Um, are you guys stopping? I know this is like the, are you guys stopping at two? Do you want to have more? No, definitely not. So I, I want to have at least one more, um, depending on whether or not I have a girl for my third. If I have a girl, I'd probably stop. If I didn't, I would consider a fourth, but then I could also end up with four boys. So I don't yes. know if I want to do that to myself. Yes, that usually is. I, I Yes, yeah, one of those things I think yeah you just gotta kind of whatever is meant to be is meant to be because you just as we know you just don't know right right yeah so we'll see what happens um okay so um you mentioned that you uh you're a consultant for young living is that what it's called it's wait, the title is distributor okay gotcha yeah, same thing. so tell yeah. me how did you get started with that um and why is it so important to you so I got started with Young Living about a year ago. It was, it was January of this of 2019. My sister had actually started using the products and really loved them. And she had been trying for months and months and months to get me to try some oils. And I said no, because I honestly, I didn't really know about them. And I didn't really think that they worked. I thought it was kind of just, you know, crap, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, so she tried for a very long time. And then she finally made... Um, everyone in my family, so the two boys and my husband and I, um, rollers to help with um, immunity, our wellness rollers, and mm-hmm. um, we really like them. I thought that they really worked, considering I have two boys that are in daycare, um, helped them to not get sick so much and everything like that, and helped me to not catch whatever germs they had. So um, I was still kind of on the fence, but then Young Living offered a promotion where you bought your starter kit, and I think it was they got gave you a bottle of Thieves household cleaner too. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what? I've been wanting to, I had been wanting to switch out the cleaner that I was using because um, they're just so gross and full of chemicals. And yeah. So it kind of just was the perfect time, and I've never looked back. Awesome. <laughs> and then I, I started doing the business um, side of it in September, so just a couple months with the business, but I've been using it for about a year. Oh wow! So you know it's funny because you, you and I don't want to say gimmicks, but I feel like there are things that you hear. The essential oils things is major, and you know I'm um, non-traditional. You know the the term of the crunchy mama bear, um, in yeah. the sense of I try and look for natural things. I really do, and I have to give right. a, a lot of that credit to my husband because my husband was really more into that from even before we had our son. Just even with like laundry detergents and very minor things to start with right um but i haven't i hadn't yet got to the essential oil part until my doula had actually recommended for my son when he first got sick at like eight or nine months old to put on the bottom of his feet i think it was a um it was one of she either had made it or or something or it was specifically for like a wellness one um And I was like, does these things really work? And then when I did come across your page, and I think there's another, actually one of my good friends, I, sh- I shall say, she's really into thieves, like to clean her fruit. And again, I'm like, and her vegetables. And I'm like, but is it really, you know, is it really non-chemicals or how does it really clean? So tell me when you were skeptical at first, what made you look at it and say, oh, wow, this is something I do want to get, you know, behind and something that I do want to support. What was it that really changed your mind? Right. So, um, in terms of the oils, there there is one oil that comes in the starter kit, and it's called Valor, and it is for um, emotional support. You know, if you're having nervous feelings or if you're just really anxious about doing something, um, and I use that, and I use it every morning when I get into work, and it really just gave me like that aha moment, like these aren't just fake; they actually work. And like I said, those wellness rollers that my sister had made for us. I, I noticed a huge difference in the frequency in which my children mm. got sick, and if they did get sick, um, their duration and the severity of it was significantly better. 
Um, so those two things definitely, um, definitely opened my eyes. And then she also told me, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Think Dirty app that you can put Yes, on I have. My so same, yeah. I was just running around my house scanning things, and it's, <laughs> it's crazy and eye-opening how terrible a lot of the products are that we're using, and we don't even think about it with, I know. you know, the, frag- the fake fragrance that are in products and how many, you know, issues medical issues that that can cause alone um for sure so then you kind of just get into this rabbit hole of doing research and all of that and it's it's very eye-opening and, and overwhelming because then you feel like yes. i think at times that you're like what is safe and what isn't safe so are there any other um products that you work i mean i know you know you work specifically with young living but tell me are there any other natural things or you know homeopathic things that you try and um incorporate into your everyday life um not really too far from young living as of right now and for anyone listening i'm not like perfect super mom and i still use things that aren't you know the best because it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of money to switch over the products that you're using so Mm -hmm. i'm still in the process of doing that we've we've switched over all of our laundry detergent all of our cleaners um you know the soap and body wash that we use we've done that too but there are things that we still use just because I simply can't afford to throw away things that I've already bought before. Of course. So we're, we're definitely still on the path to that, but um, for anyone who's wanting to get into it, I would definitely definitely suggest, like if you are interested in Young Living, obviously the kit is a great way to start, but then the Thieves Household Cleaner is really a great product because it can, it can be used for so many things. And like, if I mean, you know, like if you've ever used... Sure or Clorox or scrubbing bubbles like you you basically can't breathe when you're around those things and it's just I've always known in the back of my head that this can't be good for me but then you find something else that you love and that works great and And there's really was no any other alternatives that we had like what did they really that was it you just and you knew it cleans so you're like okay well it's it's kind of killing me right but at the same time it's killing the germs so it's like what do you do (laughs) and that's a huge thing that I talk to people about I'm because I think a lot of that especially with cleaning products it's like a you know, it's not a generational thing, but it's just passed down that these are the things that this is just what you use and no one really questions it. But, you know, if if you're in a small bathroom using all of those things, like I said, it's hard to breathe and you have to know that that's not good for you, but you don't really know that there are, that there are products out there that are better that can clean just as effectively and not kill your brain cells and your lungs in the process. I know. I know one of the, one of the big companies and, and I'm, and I'm talking, whoa, maybe, 10 years ago um, a job that I had worked for there was a woman there who was already into like natural type cleaning products and that was a company seventh generation yeah and when I look back I'm like they've been around for a long time um, and it's right. good to see that they've sustained but it's like again there wasn't a lot of like I, and I was like what is this seventh generation and she's like no it doesn't and I thought she not that I thought she was crazy but again like you said because we've been kind of um, not trained, but it's just been ingrained in us that this is what you use. It kills your germs. Who cares if what this is just what it is that um, you just kind of go with it. And it's funny because I actually sent her a Facebook message and I, you know, not too long ago, and I was like, wow, you were really like one of the first people to introduce like clean just living stuff with just household yeah. products or whatever i was like and i never took you seriously i was like it's crazy if i would have 10 years ago i wonder if that would have changed you know like changed anything or or whatever but um there are definitely other companies out there as far as cleaning stuff but the young living i'm actually interested in trying the thieves i have essential oils that um we've um used and actually i had a friend of mine at a, another prior job that um 
did Young Living and I had purchased some like the lemon. I think I purchased the lavender and peppermint. I don't, those are the three, but I just, I don't, I don't probably use it as maybe as much as I should. I don't have enough diffusers. I didn't know how many diffusers I should get. So on average, you let your diffusers run a lot, kind of like how a candle would run. Like how do you, how would you suggest using it? So what we do is basically anytime I'm home, the majority of the time I have a diffuser going, depending on the time of the day will, you know, vary the, the blend that I have in it. For example, I do, um, a blend of lavender and cedar wood for the boys and myself at night. So we each have a diffuser in our room. I have one in my kitchen and I have one in my living room. So the living room and the kitchen, I'll always have the same blend. Like if I'm cleaning, usually once a week when I do my cleaning, I'll do um, like thieves and lemon just to help purify the air and get rid of, you know, any lingering germs and anything like that. Um, when I get home from work, I usually like to do something uplifting and, you know, like stress away mm -hmm. orange or, um, the other one I like to do stress away and thieves is a really good one so but yeah we we have them going all the time but I mean you don't have to have a diffuser going 24 hours a day to you know to feel the effects of it but you know you kind of just diffuse based on what how you're feeling at that moment and how you want to feel so that's sure. the whole thing about oils that you can kind of dictate how or not dictate but change the path of your day if you're you know you start off having a rough day or you're feeling really emotional or anxious or sad or angry you can kind of pick an oil depending on how you're feeling to to help change the path of your days which that's you know is a really cool thing yeah no it is and I'm, I'm actually really interested um to kind of go a bit further um so i i will definitely contact you when that happens um um so i am i think i'm gonna want to start the new year of like really getting more into it and yeah. it's so funny because with this kind of stuff, like with my husband, like he'll laugh and be like, I've been telling you like about essential oil or certain things, but you know, we, we don't have. That's great that you have that. Cause honestly, I can't tell you how many women I talk to and they're like, I want to get this kid so bad, but my husband, my husband doesn't think it's worth it. My husband doesn't believe in it, blah, blah, blah. But, and my husband was the same way. And I don't, I mean, I don't know what it is. It, I mean, <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of women that don't believe in it either. So it's not just men, but yeah. You know, my husband was the same way, but then once he started using, you know, he uses a wellness roller every morning, every night. He uses the um, digest for his stomach issues. We use Deep Relief for when they go to jet. Like, there's, I can just rattle off all the different sure. ways. Sure. Just they. That's the thing. Once you start using them and being consistent with them, they become a part of your life, and you don't even really think about it. It's mm -hmm. not like I have to grab this. I have to use it. It's oh, where is that? I'm feeling this way, or I want to do this, and you know, it just becomes a part of your day, which is a really cool thing to see. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's just pivot a little bit. Um, so tell me about your journey into motherhood. Um, you know, you have your two boys. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think we're going to stay at one. I think we're going to be the one. Um, I'm, okay. I'm, 30, I'm 36. My husband actually will be 40 next year. And we had him obviously later um in life and i think i think that's just our journey and i'm completely okay with that my sister just had a baby i'm sorry i just say whatever works for your family i mean people people always like to think of the number of kids and it means this or that but whatever works for you is I mean, yeah and, and you're the one that has to raise the kids so exactly exactly and my actually what really helps solidify that is that my sister just had a baby and she lives like you know seven minutes away so i'm like score he has a cousin he won't necessarily be you know this like only yeah. child um so that was like okay and she had a girl so i'm like we have a boy we have a girl in the family we're good 
Um, but either way, so tell me, tell me, you know, your journey into motherhood and, you know, what it, what has it meant to you? Sure. So, um, being a mom is definitely something that I have always wanted. I'm definitely one of those people that for my whole life, I've always dreamt of being a mom and, um, I've always wanted kids. So, um, my husband and I, we've been married for about five years. So we started trying, um, right away, like on our honeymoon. So <laughs> it sounds like us. Yeah, it took us about four months to get pregnant. So, and I, and I thought that that was like the end of the world. It's like you know when you're trying every month that you get your period. It's like the end of the world. But did you have an app? Did you have an app? Because I had an app to try. I had an app with my second, and I okay. I'll tell you about that in a second. So, um, it did also didn't help that my my, my mother-in-law was like, I'm, I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I'm oh like, it's boy, been four and months. it's only been four months. I know. Oh my god, yeah. so much pressure, but it's it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, but then, yeah, we got pregnant um, within four months, and then um, we started trying, and I always wanted my kids to be close, so my sister and I are only 14 months apart, and we're like best friends, so I always definitely wanted at least mm, my first sure. to be very close in age, so when my, it was basically when my son turned one, my oldest, we started trying, and we actually got pregnant on the very first try that time. Oh, wow. So For, it was wow. actually funny. Actually, no, I take back what I said before. So I did use the app with my first, and I used all the the ovulation sticks and all that. And then with my second, I didn't do any of that, and I got pregnant on the very first try. So I think wow. that people always say, like, just don't think about it too much, because I really do believe that that, that puts unnecessary stress on your body. And if, if, you know, you know, when you're pregnant, they tell you stress is the, the number one worst thing yep. for a pregnant woman. So I think it's the same thing when you're trying to conceive. You don't want to put your body under, under any more stress than it already is. But so it's yeah, hard. I just went into it saying if it takes a couple months, that's fine. But it literally happened on the first. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so awesome, though. <laughs> yeah, I was I was shocked because I knew we wanted to start trying it when my oldest was one. But I figured it would take a little while. But yeah, so they're about. Um, think they're about 21 months apart so they're close which is nice nice um okay so with me i i did use an app and i kind of had the same um situation but my husband and i got married december 3rd of 2016 and we found out we were pregnant either january or february of 2017 actually i think we found out february 20, 2017 and then he was born that november so it also happened fast with us but i remember checking my app you know, and being like, wait, did right. I miss it? Even though it was only a month and it was like this one weekend that we had um, some friends come into town um, and we had a blast. Like it was just one of those weekends that we just had so much fun and that was the weekend that, you know, we conceived. Like I wasn't thinking about getting pregnant. I wasn't like, we just had a great time. We went out for drinks and we got pregnant, like I said, that that weekend. Yeah. Um, okay, so you knew you always wanted to be so you have your four-year-old, two-year-old. So tell me how that journey has been you know what have you know what has been um you know one of the lessons or actually let me let me go back a little bit parenting style so i'm always interested especially in our age group because i find it fascinating that we are in this like era of we're in our 30s right so kind of like with the cleaning stuff there's certain things that are kind of ingrained in us well you know and then now we're having children a little bit later i mean even though you had your first son at what 29 28 something like that yeah 28 yeah. okay that's still fairly older than what used to be right i mean my mom had me at like 21 22 she married my dad at like 18 so you know yeah. that's still older and of course me i was 34 so 
what is what is what do you consider i guess or your parenting style and you know with with your age i guess um are you different than how your mom has parented you like tell me a little bit about that yeah so um i would say oh hold on i'm gonna move into my bedroom sorry my son just got home um, <laughs> i would say that our um parenting style is well at least from my parents is is pretty different um in not too many ways, but so we are definitely about, you know, manners and respecting adults and do, doing what you're told, but not to a point where it's like, we don't, I mean, we don't spank. I mean, I know that's a controversial topic, but yeah, no, no I agree. Don't, yeah, I agree. Yeah, don't spank. Um, but, you know, there's definitely discipline and consequences for actions. But um, the one main difference that, that my parents did, so my parents, I grew up um, very Christian and my parents were very, very strict. And the older that I got, the, the more I rebelled. And basically, long story short, they never knew where I actually was in high school because I always had to lie about it. So that's <laughs> one thing that I promised myself is, you know, as long as my kids tell me where they are, um, I'll be okay with it. If I find out that they're lying to me, they'll be in trouble for a very, very long time just because I want to make sure that they're safe. I want to know where they are. If they've had too much to drink, I want to come pick them up. For sure. You know, like that. So I think I'm definitely more um, laid back in that sense. Um, but our overall parenting style, I would say we're pretty laid back. I'm not like, you know, like a germaphobe or yeah. like, you know, if you want to play in the mud, go play in the mud. Like, <laughs> if you want to get dirty, get dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To an extent. But, um, I'm definitely not like one of those parents where if you're at the park, I'm sitting on my phone and not paying attention. I'm definitely not one of those, but you know, you kind of got to let them have some independence, but you know, yeah, at the same time, maybe that's what I would describe my style. Um, and you know, I like how you had said, you know, I think it's, it's important. I actually, there was a, I don't know if it was from a book that I read or I'm, I'm always either reading. I love hearing people's stories. I just do, which is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. I love picking people's brains. I love reading. I love hearing podcasts. Um, why, you know, people's journeys, how they got from point A to point B. And someone had mentioned when it comes to parenting, um, they never wanted to have their children afraid of them. It's more of a respectful thing of, to almost like if, you know, just like you said, you know, if in high school you felt like you had to maybe rebel because you felt had your parents known where you were, they might not have understood. So you felt, OK, well, I need to lie to be able to um, do what I want to do. It's like you have right. to have that. And I feel like that's one of the main differences between our generation and maybe the generation that we grew up on. Um right. Uh, is just to have that open line of communication and I feel like I did with my parents like my parents were the type of parents where especially my dad was more like you give the benefit of the doubt but really if it was that one moment that I messed up that benefit of the doubt then then it was like you know zero to a hundred and all wrath but See, that's for, what I would want to be yeah, and, yeah. And it's, not, it's no like discredit to my parents I mean they were amazing of course parents, but, of course yeah but it's just I mean, I was going to do what I wanted to do. And if I had to lie about where I was, then that's what I did. So, I mean, like I said, they they never really knew where I was. And I would just be terrified as a parent, like, knowing that now. I like, know, if I especially nowadays. Now there. it's crazy. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so um, anything else? Because I know um, I see your your little guy. Your little guy wants mommy. So I definitely... Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Aww. Um, 
um so you know tell me about your boys what um you know what has been i guess to go with your your what has been one of your greatest lessons that motherhood has taught you you know so far and what are the things that you want to kind of pass down to your boys yeah that's a great question so i think um the the main thing that motherhood has taught me and if i just had to pick one word would be patience (laughs) um and i feel like that's a pretty standard answer but i mean it's it's so true like when I, when my youngest was first born, um, you know, my oldest wasn't even two yet. So, and my husband, like I said, he's a firefighter. So when he works, he works 24 hour shifts. Yeah. So he's gone for an entire day. So there'd be a lots of days and nights where I was completely by myself and, you wow. know, um, not only would I have to be patient with them, but they would have to be patient with me, meaning sure. that I'm only one person and I can't do more than one thing at a time as much as I want to. Of course. Um, yeah, so that, that really taught, I think, everyone a great lesson. Um, I mean, it was definitely a hard part of having them so close together in age, but um, it taught me to be really, really patient. And even now as they're getting older, um, I think we talked about it on uh, messages about, like, the eating thing. Like, yes. you just have to be patient. Like, yeah. they're not going to do everything that you want on the schedule that you want. And that's a big thing for me because I am a schedule-oriented person. Me I like too. to be in control <laughs> of how my day is going and, you know, getting from point A to point B. So I, you can't always control that. So again, you have to be patient with just about everything. So that's what it, it's definitely made me kind of more like, just like with how neurotic I was. About <laughs> being, that's you know, such a good word. Cause I think, everything. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Neurotic is like a true, that was exactly, I think I still have neurotic tendencies and I have to sometimes pull back and be like, why are you so like, just relax. <laughs> Right. No, I do that too. Yeah, I have to do that too. <laughs> and you know, so with with your with your boys, yeah, that's a that's also a good point of be, them being close in age. Although I have heard um, my cousin actually had a toddler and then a set of twins, right? And they're only like oh maybe <laughs> I know, um, but she did say it was actually easier. She said actually having the toddler with the twins was the hardest because you had the toddler at his point of wanting his own needs. She said, but the twins right. were actually the easiest because they were on the same kind of schedule. Um, but because, yeah, that's a good point. You did have this, this what? He was one transitioning to two. That's a big kind of leap, right? That's a big right. leap. And then you have this newborn. Um, how did you get through it? What did, you know, what, what helped you? Like, what did you do for all the mamas out there who are like, help me? Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. And I, I always tell people, I will never forget the first night that I, was alone with them my husband had to go to work and they were both crying at the same time like I was trying to nurse the little one and help the older one and I finally just had to realize like neither of them are in immediate you know there's no medical emergency no one's gonna die like someone's just going to have to wait yeah and that's just you know and that's just how things have gotten and then as you you know implement that the kids kind of realize hey like just because I'm crying, I'm not going to get attention, you know, right away. It's not going to be instant gratification. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you're a new mom with, with more than one, I would definitely just say just be kind to yourself. Yeah. You're only one person and you can only do one thing at a time. Unless there's an emergency, someone can always wait. So, um, I think that's a good point. I like that. I like yeah. actually like that because I think as a new mom especially, um, we have it's like we we have this thing implanted in us that the instant gratification and I think that's just instilled in us as moms like the minute I know for me I still hate hearing my son cry I'm like oh, just get, and I have to pause and be like actually my husband is again really good like he'll be like he's not hurt 
he's okay right. like he can wait and I'm like God he really he can like why am I like to give in immediately like he, that's how I think they also learn to be patient themselves and understand that the world doesn't stop just because <laughs> they need something right and that's a big thing about going from one to two is that it, you know when you only have one you know most of the time there's two adults there so that you know their needs are always being met basically as soon as they snap their fingers but then once you jump to two and you yeah. know like if you're like me and your significant other is not always there or, you know which happens a lot mm-hmm. you have to work and everything so yeah you just have to really be because that first night I was so frazzled I think I was probably crying I'm sure at some point but I'm then I was sure. just like I can't you know this is what life is going to be like and we, you know I can't always be so stressed out about it like someone's just going to have to wait and you got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And every, like I said, everyone adjusts, not only the mom, but the kids adjust to that too. Sure. No. And I think it helps them also learn. Yeah. It's, it's a, I think it's one of their first lessons in life, you know, which is why I do think, you know, with the siblings, a lot of people do say that when there is siblings, because it helps the child to understand, like, it's not all about me. Like I do right. recognize with my son, like, and, and I get it, you know, I, I work full time, right? So by the time we right. drop him off at school, he's in school for almost 10 hours. You know, my husband works full time. So when he's with us, he's like, look, I just want mommy and daddy, right. you know? Right. Um, and, and I get that. But there are times where I'm still like, I, I can't be with you right now. I can't give you this one-on-one. Um, and I try and be mindful of that, of the balance of giving him that time, but also having him know, I can't be with you right now. So right. you're going to have to learn to play by yourself or to do something, you right. know, you got to make dinner, you got to do your laundry. I mean, whatever you know, it is. And there's sometimes I let him help me because I'm like, OK, well, then that's good, too. And then there's other times I'm like, OK, I need to get this done and you need to sit here for this mm-hmm. for the second. Um, let's see. What else? Is there anything else you want to share? I have some other um, I have like this kind of rapid fire question thing that I like to do with all my moms but anything else that you want to share anything that you want to get off your chest is there anything that you need to say uh nothing was off my chest but I will say for any moms out there because obviously there's a lot of moms that stay home there's a lot of moms that work full-time like us um this is more for the the working moms although I trust me I appreciate how big of a job a big of a task this you know a stay-at-home mom has that's definitely probably harder than working full-time but for sure work, working full-time and having kids is hard but it's so so worth it um I don't even know what else it, like it's just it, it is very very hard but then you have your weekends but at the end of the day it just makes the time that you have with your kids even that much more special um it does and, and uh, you can get through whatever you are going through whether you're a stay-at-home mom and you're sick of it and your kids drive you crazy <laughs> i've been there whether you're a working mom and you just want to be home with your kids because you hate your job mm-hmm. i've been there so mm-hmm. you know just be kind to yourself do one thing at a time and just get through the day that's what i should say just get through the day just get through the day absolutely i love that just keep pushing through okay so just to get to learn more about laura yourself right because yes you're a mom you're a wife and we didn't even get into marriage that could be like a whole nother topic um which actually how long have you and your husband been married we've been married for five years and together for almost 11 yeah oh wow okay so you kind of yeah my husband and I we were we've been together eight years and have been married only three so we were also we dated for a while and then then got married. yeah we were engaged for a while just because we pay we paid for everything ourselves so we had to work our butts off to pay for the wedding so it took a couple years (laughs) no but that's good because then you were able to have the wedding that you wanted I'm sure yep awesome um okay so uh what is laura's favorite indulgence what is your favorite indulgence 
towards the end of November. I mean, it's good yeah. weather for me, but I'm like, gosh, could it be a little cold, um, colder? So you're so yeah. in Pittsburgh, it must be beautiful with the sun, um, with the snow and all the decorations. I would be decorating like crazy too. Yeah, it is nice. I, I like to look at the snow. I don't like to drive in it, but, oh, um, yeah. I'm that's sure. a, a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then lastly, who is your, or yeah, who is your favorite artist or creator? Is there someone, um, musically, um, in actually real art, uh, anyone that you kind of admire as a creator or artist? Yes, I know that one for sure. So, and I hate to say, I am a huge Queen fan. So Freddie Mercury, um, rest in peace is definitely Mm -hmm. something that if you, I always like when people ask, like, if you could sit down and have dinner with, you know, with anyone, yes. People that are dead or alive, he is definitely um, my top one. I just think his life was fascinating. And yeah, I was going to say, what, you know, I, and I, I've read up on him as well. I'm not too um, 100%, but I know, especially with the movie coming out, I had seen some articles. And again, with my fascination of just learning about people's lives in general, um, mm-hmm. I had read up a little bit. But what really was it about him that just kind of con- that drew you that drew you to him? Yeah, so he's just, he was just such a person that was, you know, his own spirit. He was going to do what made him happy no matter what. He didn't care. Like, Mm, I'm sure you've seen pictures of how outlandish he used to dress. And, you know, back in those days, I mean, now that would be fine. Oh, yeah, no, that was, that was taboo, completely taboo. right, Right, but it was completely taboo back then. And then he came out as a gay man at a time when, again, that that was not, such a common thing and just lived his life the, the complete way he wanted to and even when he was dying he was you know he's like it's my time to go I've lived a very wonderful fulfilling life and yeah he's yeah just such an inspiring person to me no his story does sound again from what I had read um that he was really true to himself and I think for someone that's back it. then yeah. that's definitely someone to admire I feel like anyone yes. who lives their truth um in in, you know good or bad form or whatever it is and not i think is just a beautiful thing i think that's when you're free right when you're literally honestly just genuinely being yourself right and and not caring about any of that and he had so many i mean wasn't his family indian he was from um it's a small country i don't even know if it's if it's the names but it was called zanzibar okay in the middle Middle east i think it's a very it was a very small yeah but i like a middle eastern descent yeah i was gonna say middle eastern and they are very with even i mean within our in the united states being gay back then was taboo but even i believe even in his culture was more so for him to come out and be so courageous that is definitely something to admire so that's that's cool that you mentioned him um okay well um if i think i think we're good here um but let the world um let the podcast world know how they can find you on ig Sure. So yeah, I am on Instagram a lot. Um, my Instagram handle is at mama, M-O-M-M-A underscore in underscore real life. I think it, wait, is that it? Yeah, I think so. I, I might have missed an underscore. <laughs> yeah, mama underscore in underscore real underscore life. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, and I will definitely be contacting you more about some of this Young Living stuff. Um, so you'll be hearing from me regarding that. And yeah, so I know you, there wasn't really anything else, but um, any other final words that you want to? Other than to say thank you for having me. This was really fun um, talking about motherhood and just my journey. It's been really, really, really great. So I appreciate you inviting me to be on the podcast. No, thank you. I appreciate you wanting to share your journey. Again, we 
don't even know each other so i i enjoyed this um yes, it's so funny too. you know we're on instagram and you, you see snapshots of people's lives so it's kind of yes. cool to get the the background information and you know to find out who they are as as people right because you're you're more than just your instagram page and more than just a mom and a wife um so i appreciate you for sharing your journey and um your truth with us thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the mamas know best we got something to say podcast tune in next time for another open and honest conversation i wish you and your family a very happy holiday and a healthy and prosperous new year Continued blessings to you all for love and light.